Hello and welcome to the, technically it's the second edition of Trivial Arguments. I haven't edited the first one. I have no idea what it actually sounds like. So we're just going to skip that for now and we'll uh, go ahead with this one. Um, I'm hoping to do both both things in the um, in the name. Let's do some trivia and then we'll also get into some arguments. Uh, for this one, um, I figured there's no better way to make sure that I know what I'm doing than to get my dad on here, who should be able to tell me whether it's good, bad, or I'm wasting my time. So um, without further ado, um, I'm Lenny. He's also Lenny. Hi, Len. Hello, Len. So it's not me talking to myself. There are two Lens in the room. Uh, we'll go over uh, being a season ticket holder, uh, me or him, not me. Um, we'll go over the 2016 World Series. We'll go over the current team, and then we'll do some trivia and then uh i think that's all we have uh here today so first and foremost uh you've been a season ticket holder for how many years 38 years 38 years and i've been born for 28 of those which means there were at least 10 miserable years without a son um let's see i mean there were a lot more terrible years probably in cup history since i've been born than you know others but um let's talk specifically being a season ticket holder you were originally um in the lower in the lower seats is that correct no actually uh originally we were in the uh base in the upper deck first row left the home plate uh and we started out with uh, a group of there was five of us so we each actually owned a ticket at the time and then at the years went by uh people that i used to know obviously moved out of town this that or whatever and i kept the uh last two uh getting older in my age i found out that sitting in the first row at that time i was drinking a lot of beer and can tolerate the sun but as you got older i was drinking less beer and didn't like the sun so i actually uh called a ticket agent his uh, name eludes me at the at, at this time and asked to request to move it over by the under the overhang, which is another five rows up. And I've been there probably since 1990. 1990. I was born in 1992. So I probably don't remember any games where we were that low. That's unfair. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, my, my first memory of a game, we got the. I think it was either Carrie Wood or Sammy Sosa, like a Beanie Baby or something like that. And I probably only focused most of my time on the Beanie Baby and couldn't tell you. Um, I'm sure you spent a buttload of money on hot dogs and candy and whatever else. And all I could remember was the free Beanie Baby that they gave out in the first five minutes. Yeah, if I remember correctly, and uh, the exact year, uh, whatever, but obviously Lenny was uh, you know a little guy and he had a friend named Jonathan. And Jonathan had a brother, and actually the tickets we had at that time, I bought extra tickets. We were sitting basically behind the home plate. And trust me when I tell you, by the third inning, none of them had any interest what was going on. I had already drained my wallet of the popcorn and the pop and the hot dogs and that. And uh, it would su surprise me that you know anybody remembered the final score, who won or whatever. But I was excited as a dad to take uh, – my son and his friends to uh, one of their first cup games. If I remember correctly, that was shortly after, I'm assuming it had to, have, had to have been after I joined Little League and I wore the cup outside of my pants. Yeah, that was impressive, okay? Everybody gave me a double take. I wanted to make sure that it worked. So I banged the bat off of it and I said, well, I think we're good to go. Everybody else looked stupid, had theirs in the pants. How is that going to protect anything? Well, based on what I've seen that day, and I love you, love you as a son, but they had you playing second base and you kind of put your glove down and the guy went out there and said, hey, Len, you got to play second base. And Len said, no, I just want to hit. So Len implemented a designated hitter rule. I think it was five or six or whatever. It just moved into a new neighborhood and that. So he figured it out real quick. All right? They didn't have to play defense. He just needed to hit the ball. It's probably the first, first designated hitter in Cubs history. Could be. And I, most of those hits were me banging the bat off my uh, junk. So there you go. Probably went 0 for 2 that day as well. Um, so I don't know if you remember this, but I was thinking about this earlier. 
there was one game I had looked at the actual date of September 12, 20 it was 2006. That was the uh, game that the Cubs had six errors and Freddie Bynum had three of them. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember that day, and your father being a diehard Cub fan, and uh, watching go through some lean years. That was the last thing I needed to see in one inning. In fact, I I believe they could have charged him with another error, but they I guess they you know took mercy on him yeah. on the score sheet. Yeah, someone probably forgot. You know, there, there wasn't enough ink in the pen. There were six errors. There was three by Freddie Bynum, one by Derek Lee, one by Caesar is Torres, and one by Jack Jones. Yeah, Jack Jones had been one of Lenny's favorites at the time. Uh, I don't know why. He just got entranced with Jack Jones or whatever. But uh, He was the only guy who had – it was like a maroon bat. It wasn't very good. I mean, I went back and looked at all the numbers. It wasn't good, but for some reason I was very excited when he was up at bat. But, again, he was not very good. Well, but, the whole team wasn't very good for many years in that. So, you know, being a season ticket holder for 38 years – uh, I only got smart when they won in 2016, but uh, they got a boatload of my money all those years in that. But I had no regrets. Uh, I'm just hoping that uh, my kids follow through, Lenny, his sisters, and this and that, and they enjoy as much time I had, even when they were losing at the ballpark. There's something about being there in the fresh air, uh, you know, and you do get a little relaxation in that. So it's it's all good, especially if you're a sports fan. I mean, like I said, there were some – there were some pretty grim days. I mean, when Theo took over, I think in 2011, 2012, I mean, they basically said, we're just going to be losing for a while and you had to, had to just buckle up. But um, being a season ticket holder does come with its perks. I mean, the one and only World Series probably in both of our lifetimes, hopefully not, but that's the way it's kind of looking was 2016. Um, let's see. So you and mom were both, outside for game five that was one that they absolutely needed to win right they were down three to one already uh so game five you and mom were outside me linda laura lisa we were all in the bleachers and is there anything specific about those that like playoffs that you felt like oh man like they might have something here or were you just grateful to be there or well (laughs) Lenny, knowing his mother, uh, when I married her, and I've been married for 43 years, she wasn't an avid sports fan. Uh, we kind of like railroaded into it, but uh, she really got into it in around uh, probably around 2013, 14, or whatever. So, uh, it's when she stopped bringing a book to the ballpark. Yeah, right, or knitting, or whatever was going on, or whatever, and this and that. But uh, yeah, it's game five stands out because I, I was able, to, uh, me and my wife there and the kids were there and that, and they actually won the game. Uh, so it was like, it was just craziness, pin boying was going on or whatever. And, uh, you know, it was just such a good feeling. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, on the other end in 2003, well, I think it was the Florida Marlins when we were five outs away and uh, sitting in the same seats. And, you know, my dad had just passed a couple of years prior to that, who was a diehard cup fan. All right. I mean, he was, he's such a diehard that the first night game I ever took him to, I was working and I was running late and they were playing the Dodgers. And by the time we got to the game it was top of the second, we were losing six to nothing. And he was not a happy Dago, an Italian dude. And he was uh, speaking his piece. And the people in front of me kind of said, hey, Len, we know you've been here for many years and that, but do us a favor, right? Don't bring your dad anymore. Because <laughs> he was cranky and, and that he just, he had had it. But anyway. Yeah, that that was the game that, uh, or the potential World Series that I got screwed out of. Right, because I promised Lenny, being my only son, that the Cubs ever went to the World Series, he'd go to the first game. Well, as everybody knows, you know, that didn't happen. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we waited another 13 years after that, but we finally, we finally got there. So, you know, I remember watching it on TV. I had made like a poster board. I put it in front of the TV. I grabbed every baseball, every glove in the house, figuring that, you know, if this team was jinxed, that maybe that would unjinx it. I don't know why any of my, you know, failed attempts at baseball that I put next to the TV would have helped them. But I mean, it was, Something that I definitely uh, gave a shot it was I, I drew a Marlin with an X, a couple X's on it, and 
that obviously did not work. But um, it, and it was an eerie feeling because uh, any baseball fan knows that they lost the last two games to the Marlins, uh, and after uh, blowing the last one, especially, you can hear a pin drop in the stadium. I mean, it was just like a funeral was going on. All right, and as you walked out of the park, uh, nobody hung around. Nobody had an extra beer. All right, everybody was headed for the L's, and there was just blocks and blocks of people waiting to get on the L. They were that devastated. I mean, it was just a a, spe- a spectacular thing that uh, hopefully never see again. But the experience, and you know, that's baseball. Well, that's why I kind of figured that if they ever won, that they'd probably just burn the city down. Yeah, because they were so quiet in '03. I mean, I think everybody anticipated if they ever won that they just burned the city to the ground. But I think when they won, everybody was so happy that, you know, they had finally done something. I think it almost was more calming than anything else. Nobody wanted to do anything to, like, ruin the moment. Everybody was just celebrating and, you know, that was about it. Yeah, if you remember the parade they had, assumedly they said there was over 5 million people there, which at that time was either the largest or second largest gathering in the United States for an event. And I don't recall any major problems at all, but uh, yeah, it was uh, quite an experience. Uh, long, long awaited all right, and well-received. And again, hopefully it's not the last one for me, my time, but especially for my son and, and his sisters and that. Uh, hopefully they have a few left of them. I think it was 5 million Cub fans and like 40 White Sox fans that found out everybody was day drinking on a Friday. So thanks for coming out. Um, is there anything specific from 2016 that you remember, like whether a playoff game or that like World Series or that you thought like, oh, this team might have something or have you seen it so many times that it didn't even really phase well, you? Because they say a lot, you know, oh, this team, you know, has it and then they never, ever did anything. Well, if you, have, you know, any, any diehard Cub fan has watched them at that time lose more than they won. Uh, they could have a nine-run nine lead in the eighth inning, and you were still nervous. So that's kind of how, you know, when they start coming through in 2015, I think 2014, they lost 100-plus games. And in 2015, uh, they really didn't expect them to do a lot, but obviously uh, they did and made the playoffs in that. But again, you know, 16 was – it just seemed to be – they got off to that great start. I think it was 25-6 and six or something like that. They slumped a little in July just before the All-Star break, and all of a sudden the thoughts were coming in. Uh, you know, they're going to blow this thing. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. But, uh, no, they just kept going full bore or whatever in that. And, uh, you know, everybody needs a little luck. I don't recall, you know, I think they just had a talented team. Everybody had a career year, and it just fell into place for them. And, uh, you know, uh, and you know, if you look at that seventh game, what was going on there when they were up, I think it was 6-3 or 6-4. And then the home run was hit to tie it up. I mean, it was enough to turn your stomach in knots because, every, like I said, every diehard Cup fan says, I, they're going to blow this, you know, whatever. And uh, Lenny can tell you, you know, his father or whatever, so aggravated that I actually uh, left the room and I couldn't watch anymore uh, because it was just, it was, it was making me uh, sick for sure. But then uh, when they finally uh, got a couple doubles and a single and that, I was listening to the radio while they were in the living room and it was like a five second delay. So I actually knew that they, you know, took the lead before they did. And I just was waiting for the noise in the living room. And then, uh, you know, like I said, at two o'clock in the morning or whatever, um, me and Lenny had a course. Yeah, it's uh, almost blasphemous to say that, you know, we weren't even really prepared. We didn't even have any old style in the house figured that was the first thing that might have actually probably jinxed it. It's probably why we didn't do it, but yeah. I remember right as they won, we both looked in the fridge and went, Oh, well, I guess we don't have, don't have any old style. Yeah. That two week period where they're playing Cleveland, that every game was, you know, later, later, later in that. So anybody that had to go to work and at that time, uh, I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go to work. So, uh, you know, I didn't get any sleep for two weeks. Uh, it was brutal, but you know what? It was well worth it. Yeah, I mean, they played, what, six games against L.A.? I mean, most of those games started, what, like 9 o'clock yeah, our time? Yeah, 9, 9.20, something like that. Yeah, and you'd be an idiot if you 
went to bed, but I mean, those games were ending around midnight and, you know, still had work the next morning, but I guess it all paid off. A good time was had by all. Also, side note, did you know that Freddie Bynum game, they actually won nine to eight? That's amazing. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I thought I for sure the score, but they, they lost like 16 to one. Yeah, I looked back at the box where they won nine to eight somehow. And I don't think Freddie we must have, yeah. I don't think Freddie Bynum's been seen since. I think we probably walked out, <laughs> probably walked out with him in the third inning. Yeah, he's probably on the L with us going home. Yeah, probably didn't even recognize him. He's probably wearing a bag over his head. Um, but I mean, so they won the World Series. Um, we'll find out later whether you remember anything about that World Series. Maybe, okay. maybe you were too, you know, too tired or delirious or didn't even remember that, you know, they won. But I'm going to ask you trivia later, and I'll even give you money out of my own pocket if you can answer some of these questions. Oh, anytime you get Lenny's money, you got to grab it. That's why, I mean, the questions are fairly easy for me, but. Yeah, I think I'm getting set up. I mean, I wrote the questions. Hope you know the answers. Yeah. Um, Is there any, well, 2016 was the last time I can remember that when the Cubs were down by one run in the ninth, that you were still in it. I mean, 17, 18, 19, 20, if they were, you know, down by one in the second inning, you could almost write it off because the team had no, I don't know, heart or they had no like clutch anymore. 2016, they had like, you know, they were never out of it and they were always pushing and. Well, I mean, I don't know the exact statistics, but their on-base percentage, you know, uh, was high. Uh, they moved runners over. They got the key hits, this and that. And uh, during the past couple of years, uh, it just seems that they got quality players, but you know, they can't get two or three going at the same time. You know, it, it's a big uh, swing and a miss. They need, you know, to make a little more contact or whatever. And, uh, you know, this year our aspirations are, you know, the, the vision doesn't look all that strong, but still after the last couple of years of, I would call un, underperforming, especially uh, uh, getting on base in that. Uh, the pitching is, uh, you know, you really can't complain about it. We don't know what we're going to be in for this year because basically got almost a whole new rotation rotation in that, but they still, you know, the Rizzo's, the Baez, the Bryant's, and maybe because they're free agents, you know, to, you know, start putting the ball and the wood on the ball and that, and then, uh, you know, all in for salary drives and that. So uh, that's only the discerning thing I have is the, the, the failure of that could get, making contact, you know, man on third, nobody else can't get them in. Bases loaded, one out, can't get them in, you know, so. Uh, well, it's always been like the fundamental baseball that somehow they like either lost interest in doing or they forgot how to do it because, I mean, I wonder how many, you know, times they had runners in scoring position and instead of a sack fly, they were, you know, grounding into double plays or, you know, just stupid stuff like that where they used to be able to, you know, manage an inning a lot better and now – you know, they, they can't score bases loaded, nobody outs. I mean, how many times have we seen them, you know, three straight strikeouts or, you know, they're not even putting the ball in play, not even giving the defense the opportunity to, you know, have to make outs or, you know, anything like that. Well, they haven't they haven't had a typical leadoff hitter since Dexter Fowler left. But again, I think part of that consumption is baseball has changed as well. And the other factor is they've always been a big fly team, you know, and historically, you know, they say when the wind's blown out of Wrigley, all right, the pop-up blows out. But if I think if somebody do research in the last couple of years, since they remodeled the, the, the uh, ballpark and they put X amount of rows into the bleachers now, uh, and they got the big TV and, uh, and scoreboard and everything else in it, I'm not so sure that those balls carry like they used to. You know, and I could be wrong, but I mean, you know, I, I would like to see some uh, pie chart on that. I mean, I think, you know, they put up a whole bunch of new signs and they also like at one point deaden the ball or, you know, they were trying to get the ball out. Now they're trying to keep the ball in and they've altered the ball so many times that, you know, I'm sure there's research on like what's called, you know, how, how far the ball drives now or you know, stuff like that. But I mean, 
in the 2016 playoffs, Baez hit that quote unquote, no doubter home run that the wind blew back into the basket. I mean, the whole place shook and you thought that ball was absolutely, you know, crushed, hammered, and it was, you know, on Waveland and whatever else. And it just barely caught in the basket. So, I mean, that basket adds how many feet do you think? How many feet uh, in yeah, is, is the basket? Inner basket or whatever. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's hard. What, is, that, three, is, that, is that 340 out there? Where it's 350 three, down each line. 353, 351 is 360. In the, in the wells, there's a 365. I'm not sure. But I think the basket probably, you know, cuts off three feet maybe or whatever. But, uh, you know, and they were put in, you know, the reason the baskets were put in there because people kept throwing garbage you know on a field of that so that was one reason they initially started that or whatever but i can also recall days when the wind was blowing in back in the day billy williams was playing left field and uh i forget who hit it but the guy literally crushed the ball and the first thing williams went right to the wall and the next thing you know it he's running 30 feet in all right and he barely caught the ball you know billy williams is uh his birthday is june 15th yeah, it seems to be somebody else's birthday is June 15th. Um, I don't think so. I think that's uh, Keanu Reeves Appreciation Day. Ah, okay. Well, it's never never good to tell your dad's age. I didn't say your age. I, I, I didn't even barely say what day it was. If I remember Billy Williams, I'm not 21. Uh, you're significantly north of 21. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're... I'll, if I'm 28, you have to be at least 29. So, if I was, yeah, if I was, uh, my dad taking me to games in '69 when we had that fiasco year, uh, you know, I think the, my first game was, was that the black cat across the, uh, Santa, across the on deck circle? circle, yeah, yep, 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 because yep. <laughs> I the first game I met it went was my dad took me, I think it was a double header, you know, 1950, maybe six. Uh, I, they were playing, I believe they were playing, um, I thought it was the Mets, but you know what, I'd have to look it up to tell you the truth. But I know Ernie Banks had three home runs that day. We were trying to get his autograph outside the park, and uh, Ernie seemed to be in a hurry. Uh, you know, he was running down, uh, was it Sheffield or, no, Clark, you know, and away he went. But anyway. Do you remember, are there any, um, I know me and you have met Andre Dawson, and I know me and you, I don't know, either together or separately, have met Fergie Jenkins. Um, I know I've drank with Fergie Jenkins. I think you, I think I'm, you I'm, drank with I'm, Fergie Jenkins, I'm, too. <laughs> I'm sure Fergie was buying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I offered, and he probably looked at me like. I had a uh, once at the Cubby Bear. You, you couldn't miss him because he was always there. Well, I'm sure during game days, he was. Yeah. He, they probably sent him a text, and he's like, oh, crap. Uh, it's already the fifth inning? Yeah. Mark Grace was known to have a few cocktails down Southport Avenue. Um, I'm pretty sure Mark Grace is probably still drinking in Wrigley if they look in certain spots. <laughs> but he was a heck of a ball player. Um, I mean, I, I was born in 92. Mark Grace stopped being cool, what, 93? I think he still he has the most hits in a decade from 1990 to the year 2000. At least he did it as a couple of years ago or whatever. But yeah, I mean he's a, he's no Jack Jones, so I'm not I'm not sure who. This is true. I mean, I you're probably what the color bat didn't did, Jack Jones? I'm sure me <laughs> me and Jack Jones's mother probably probably the only two that know he ever played baseball. Probably we're probably the only two that knows where he currently is. Did you know that this year Fangraphs has the Cubs at 77 and 85? That's third place in the NL Central and not making the playoffs. Well, I mean, that would be disappointing, but reality is if you take a look at the makeup of the ball club, again, you know, other than Hendricks, you know, I mean, as a solid starter, they did get Davies and that. They had no power pitchers or whatever. So, you know, the verdict's out. The bullpen's totally re- revamped. So you really don't know what you're going to get from them. Uh, I think they're maybe, you know, a little better than that. 
I'm going to get them at, you know, 85 wins. Now no, Vegas has them at 79 and a half. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're definitely better than 500. I mean, I think they're 81 minimum. I mean, the NL Central is very, very winnable. I mean, I know everybody says that, you know, the Cardinals won the division already getting Nolan Arenado, but I mean, I, I think that's, you know, that's more offense for the Cardinals, but I don't think their pitching staff besides, you know, Jack Flaherty is that good. Well, their depth too is, I mean, their depth is suspect. I mean, so if they have any key injuries or whatever, okay, it's going to be tough to make up or whatever. So, I mean, if you get a bias going down or a Rizzo going down, and, you know, Chris, Chris Bryant, as, as much as everybody loves him, he's got to reapprove himself. You know, he's had, had a couple of lean years or whatever. So, you know, he needs to get the power back and put, you know, put the ball on the bat or whatever. I mean, his defense has always been uh, above average in that. Uh, so, but yeah, a lot of, uh, they got the young second baseman, uh, Horner. I think uh, he could be a, a good ball player. I'm not going to make him a superstar, but uh at this point, I think he's uh, defensively, he's better than average. Offensively, he makes contact, you know. So if he hits uh, 270, 280 for you, uh, you, you fill that gap. You know, the outfield is, uh, you know, Jack Peterson or whatever. He wants to play every day. He's got to prove that he can hit left-handers. Uh, you know, the verdict's out on that. Uh, center field Hap is the guy that's really, you know, as disappointing as he was for a few years. All of a sudden, it seems that he might be onto something. And Hayward, you're not going to get hurt defensively. And if you can get, uh, you know, 250 out of him uh, or better, uh, you know, you got a solid defensive team. Defense, they can play. That's going to help them uh, because they got uh, pitchers down in rotation, not going to throw 95, 96. So the ball is going to be in play. So if they catch the ball and throw the ball, you know, I think they're fairly capable of winning 85-plus games. So on. Not going to put him nowhere near 90, but I think, you know, 85 is a good starting point or whatever. So, you know. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I think the NL Central is very, it's very winnable. I mean, Cincinnati didn't get better. Milwaukee didn't get better. Pittsburgh definitely didn't get better. I mean, they won, you know, it was obviously a shortened season last season, but they won the division. I think they were 34 and 26 or 32 yeah. and 28, something like that. Yeah. And I mean, just enough to, get by and that was with everybody basically underperforming for the last you know couple seasons off and on if they can get bounce back seasons from even half of those guys i mean well the reality too is a lot of it you know it's unpredictable to short season 60 some games and that you know but none of those i mean uh they had to be last in uh you know batting average on base percentage or whatever they were first in defense i know that but when you know Javi's batting 202 and Brian's batting 220 and maybe Rizzo was the best of the bunch. Was he at 240 with uh, the catcher Contreras or whatever, but uh, you know, Hap was probably the best offensive guy to hit on the team there. You know, I think last year, the top three were, I think it was Hap. I'm pretty sure Hayward was in like two sixties yeah, and right. somewhere between Contreras and Rizzo. Yeah. Or maybe three and four. Everybody else was, you know, just barely above water at, you know, 200. So if they can get, you know, any type of production out of, you know, half of the guys that they did last year. I mean, I don't think that, you know, the NL Central is not winnable. Well, and, you know, the other defining thing, too, is depending on where they're at, you know, in June, before the trading deadline, and nobody wants to talk about this. But, you know, they got some heavy, heavy free agents between Rizzo, Bryant, Baez. They got the catcher for one more year. But based on their payroll and that, I, I find it inconceivable that they're going to sign all three. So if for whatever reason, you know, they're just above water in that and Bryant's having, you know, a decent year, it may be an opportunity, and you know, all the cup fans may hate me, but you know, you got to give him this highest value. And right now, the last couple of years, his value has not gone up, you know. So, uh, but again, uh, they're not gonna, you know, sign each one of those guys to 250 million plus. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it just it won't happen. It won't happen. Well, I think there's also, I think you probably lock down Rizzo 
Um, Contreras is obviously, you know, good. He's one of the top five catchers in the league, but they also have a lot of catchers in their system. So if it's between dollars and, you know, above above everything else, I think he's probably the most expendable expendable guy. I mean, they signed Bodie for five years a couple of years ago. He plays second. He plays third. So that, there's no best. guarantee that, you know, Bryant stays around because, you know, yeah. if he has a good year and they can't afford him, then, you know, writing's on the wall. Well, Contreras could be their best value uh, to get something back more so than, you know, uh, maybe – the, the other three are that. I think my personal opinion on Rizzo, uh, they're probably going to sign him. What is he, 31, 32, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to give him a hometown discount, but, you know. Yeah. I think if anybody was going to take it, though. Yeah. You know. It's not going to be Baez. It's not going to be Bryant. It's not going to be Contreras. It's yeah. probably Rizzo who would be willing to take less money. And, so they can afford somebody else. I mean, it just, you know, it's it's all a crapshoot. You don't know. Jack Peterson's out there for one year. He's on a one-year thing. All of a sudden, if he goes crazy, you know, maybe somebody offers him, you know, a couple picks this there or whatever. So, I, you know, if you just have it play out in that, I'm going to hang in there with the 85 tops and hope they do better. I think Jack Peterson currently leads spring training with five home runs, 11 RBIs. Yeah, uh, but I don't think anybody ever made the Hall of Fame in spring training. I mean, if they were not doing very good in spring training, I, w- I wouldn't bring it up. But, I mean, spring training only matters if you're doing good because then people can say nice things like he leads spring training with five home runs and 11 RBIs. I think as of right now, the lineup's looking like half and center. Uh, Anthony Rizzo at first, Chris Bryant third, uh, Wilson Contreras at catcher. Javier Baez shortstop, Nico Horner at second base, Hayward in right field, and then, you know, the pitching rotation, which actually isn't as rough as it was looking like it was going to be for a while. I mean, they lost Lester. They traded away Darvish. Um, I'd like to say got rid of Quintana, but he was a free agent. Chatwood's gone. So, I mean, it was literally Hendricks, you know, standing in an empty locker room, you know, probably pitching every day. And then they went back and they got Arietta, who, you know, is probably going to be nowhere near what he was in 15-16. But if he can be a back-end starter, then. Again, you got a guy, you know, on a one-year deal, you know. Uh, he, he probably took a little less uh, to come back here just to prove a point in that. Uh, so there's a lot of tangibles and intangibles with this team, you know. Uh, again, they can tighten the knot and keep them all together or, you know, find an opportunity to say, you know, we could still maybe win the division, but we're going to get rid of a couple of key components because we got to, you know, they built it through the farm system and they were bad for many years. And I'm not saying that they should tear the team apart, but, you know, they're not going to sign all the free agents. So that in itself is going to tell you they're going to have to do something a little different, you know, but uh, we hope for the best, you know. I think uh, Zach Davies had his best season with the Padres last year. It was obviously a shortened season, but um Right now, it's looking like Hendricks, Arietta, Zach Davies, and then some combination of Alec Mills, Trevor Williams, and Adbert Alzale. Um, what's really going to matter is Alzale, if 2020 counts as a minor league option, then I think he has to start um, at the alternate site. And if it doesn't, well, no, maybe it's the opposite. So if he has one year left on a minor league you know, option, then obviously they can keep him at the alternate site until need be. But if 2020 counts and he's out of that fourth option, then they'd have no choice but to have him on the opening yeah. day roster. That, that might be a good point, Len, because uh, he he's either got one option left or he's out of options. Uh, so, again, that's going to be another thing or whatever. You know, Do you give up on him if he's out of options and put him on waivers uh, or whatever? So that, that you know – uh, Davies, I'm pretty confident with uh, Hendricks or whatever. And then you get three, four, five, Arietta. You really, you know, you hope you get uh, 500 pitcher plus, and then after that, which is going to bring it to the bullpen because if you don't have five true starters that are going to give you six, seven innings, that puts a lot of pressure on the back end. And right now, you know, they got so many changes there. I'm not sure who's coming out, who's going, and we all know about Craig Kimball. Uh, you know. You just don't know what you get from him. You know, he finished strong. 
spring training, he hasn't been showing too much in that. I think he's on his last year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, I even if he's not on his last yeah. year, I think he might be on his last year. Yeah, relief pitchers you can usually find. You know, if they've had a few. Pedro's trying to make the team. I don't know if he'll make it. Uh, whatever, but uh, again, a lot of changes in that area and that. Kind of the same format when you lay the foundation, if you look at the infield and this and that. And again, you want to be optimistic. Uh, but these are the same guys they threw out there for the last two years that, you know, were swinging miss guys. So uh, how many pitching, I mean, how many hitting coaches do you go through? All right. You know, before you realize that these yeah. guys aren't, aren't yeah. teachable so anymore. Yeah. Is it in their heads or whatever? I mean, you know, uh, we finished last year, right. Did we score any runs against the Florida Marlins in the two playoff games? Um, maybe one. I think the first game was four to one, and the second one they didn't score anything. Right, they got shut out. And if you looked at it, they had they got two hits in one game and three hits in the other. Mm-hmm. And you know the team with the most runs wins, so that's not going to change. Yeah, I mean, and first of all, they played those games at you know one or two o'clock on a on a Tuesday or Wednesday, so most people who were at work had to listen to it on the radio, which. I don't know whether it was better to listen to it or watch it because it, I know it sounded terrible because I was listening to it. So I can't imagine it looked any better. But I was kind of hoping that Florida would make a run because they're the only team with one postseason appearance and they won the World Series in that appearance. So when they swept the Cubs, I was hoping that they would just run the table and then be the only team in Major League Baseball to only have, you know, or to have the same amount of playoff appearances as World Series. So, thought that would have been cool. And I mean, we got Derek Lee after he won the World Series from the Marlins. So, always appreciate that, even though he had an error on September 12, 2006. But nobody remembers that error. Everybody remembers the three from Freddie Bynum and probably you. Well, I'm not sure, so sure how many people really. Uh, I mean, remember I, Freddie Bynum, but unfortunately, I, we were at that game, so it kind of stuck in our heads. Yeah, well, it was a late September. You know, they probably were out of the playoffs by well, then. Yeah, I think they had 60 wins that year, 66 wins or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, and then they went to the playoffs for the next two seasons and got swept back to back. So, look at that. I think 2007, they were swept by Arizona. 2008 was the Dodgers, or that might be flipped. I know it was Carlos Marmol who was using his slider every single day and then. Other teams realized that he'll throw four balls before he throws three strikes, so they never swung the bat for, you know, every single inning. Any inning that Carlos Marmol was in the game, no, I, I doubt there were any swing and misses. They were probably all just balls or wild pitches or God only knows what. Are you ready to potentially win some money and or – Look real dumb on this podcast. I think it's a toss-up, but uh, I'll give it a shot. Let me give you an easy one. So it's 2016 World Series Game 7 questions. Before I went to bed, with the extra innings or during the game? So all of these questions should be before you went to bed. Oh, okay. Probably. Let's see. Let me give you an, an easy one. You know who the starters were in Game Seven for the Cubs and for Cleveland? For a dollar. Wow. So you got Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, who pitched for Cleveland? Who pitched yeah. for Cleveland? Wasn't Trevor Bauer, although he did end that game. Kubler, Kubler, how do you pronounce it? I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you, Corey Kluber. There you go. Is that what, is that what you were mumbling yes, under yes, your breath? I spit out, yeah. So far, you have a dollar. Ooh, all right. I need four more to buy an old style. Um, they might not even be that expensive anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if they still make them. Uh, for another dollar, what was the combined final score? Uh, what, game seven? Mm-hmm. I believe it was uh, eight, seven. Okay, so what's eight plus seven? Pardon me, 15. <laughs> oh, you're asking the total. 
Uh -huh. Trying to was. trying to trick me yeah. without. I mean, that was, essentially was a question. But. Okay, so now you got two dollars. Oh. Uh, it's going to start getting tricky. Who got the win in game seven? Who got the win in game seven? Who got the win in game seven? Can also tie into the next question: Who got the save in game seven? Well, Montgomery so two got different the, answers. Montgomery got the save. Montgomery did get the save. Yeah. So you're at three dollars. Right, who got the, who win? got the win? Chapman blew it. Pitched a scoreless ninth. Then they went into the tenth. So who was? The game with ten innings. It did go ten innings. Right. So I'm gonna say, I don't know, Chapman got the one. The win, even though he blew the You're save. saying Aroldis Chapman got yeah. the win in Game Seven of the World Series? Yeah, of course he did. Because he gave up the home run to Raja Davis, right? That made it six-six, right? And then the Cubs that scored. Was the yes, and then he went back out there for ninth. for the ninth, right. which I I don't remember at which point they showed him crying. I don't know if that was after. The eighth inning, or if that was after the ninth, when Madden sent him back out there, and he probably, you know, he... well, we know Madden. I mean, he just abused that poor guy. That's I, mean, I mean, he was either crying but, because he, I mean, his fastball wasn't hitting anywhere no. near what it should have been. Yeah, he was down about I, seven, eight notches on the I know. I think he was throwing curveballs at one point. Yeah. He, he lost all, all faith in the yeah, fastball. He couldn't throw the fastball anymore. There were sliders. I don't know if curveballs or whatever. But, yeah, he knew. I remember the fastball was hitting like 92, and yeah. I thought, better get him out of there because, yeah. I mean, and that home run was such BS as well. So, first yeah. of all, to, to hook around the pole, that was some voodoo because. Well, he threw him a low fastball and just put the barrel on the bat and went out, you know. So, he probably, he probably didn't want to throw it there. You know, anything. Well, but I wonder in, in how many other parts would that ball have gone out? Just hooked around the pole. Yeah, well, down the left, it was down the left field line. Depending on how far it went, I don't know if it would have went out at Wrigley. Yeah. I don't know how far that, that left corner yeah, is, but it just what hooked. The actual dimension that Cleveland was. Really was Progressive better. field. It's a yeah. sham. But I digress. So you're at four dollars. Four questions, four dollars. Would there's you like a, to quit? Yeah. Because <laughs> it see, wasn't supposed to go like this. I'll, I'll see you at the next part. Yes, we can talk about uh, how that tried yeah. to Con disrupt the 2016 yeah. World Series. Co contract negotiations. You can stop. Len's got to pay for a wedding in September if you don't know mm. that, fans. Uh, huh. So I'm sure his fiance. Well, there's like a million fans. So, I mean, only like 150 of them are coming to the wedding. So. But, uh, yeah. So this one is, oh, I have this one worth a dollar, but it might be tougher than a dollar, but I'm not raising the price because so far I'm losing money on this stupid thing. Okay. Uh, take my best shot. There were three Cubs that hit home runs in game seven. Who are all three? Two of them, well, should, be, two of them I, should be fairly obvious. Dexter Fowler let off the game. Dexter Fowler let off the game. Like $5 there you straight. go. Well, it's only valued at a dollar. I mean, now, I, I know the. Probably the third one I'm thinking is David Ross because David that was his Ross last bat. was one uh, of them. So who else? I didn't. I didn't remember this one. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. I mean, it was somebody come off the bench. 2016. So Fowler was in the first. Right. I'm pretty sure Ross was Ross in was the fifth sixth. or sixth. Because then it was six to three then. Yeah. And then they bring in Lester. So Hen so Hendricks went four and two thirds. So it's the fifth inning. And then Lester went in. And then he bounced the ball in the dirt. It hit Ross in the head. Yeah, two runs scored. Right, and then Ross hit a home run that next inning. So it had to have been the sixth inning. So Ross was the sixth inning. So somewhere between the first inning and the sixth inning, somebody else hit a home run that I'm pretty sure was a two-run home run. Two-run home. Right now you're at. That had to be thirty-three I'm, cents I'm, for Fowler, thirty-three cents uh, for David Ross. Think, you could yeah. get thirty-four cents. If you get this one, uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's a name we've brought up before. Yeah, it's not very I helpful don't... because half the team is the same team from 2016. <laughs> is he still on the team now? He sure is. So my first thing that came up 
would have been David Bodie. Uh, I don't believe Bodie was on the 2016 team. Okay, so let's see. You can you can work it out Hayward. as you go. No. It was not Hayward. No. Had come, was it somebody coming off the bench? Mm, no. It was a starter. Right? It was a starter. Jesus. Well, and this will help you. I just gave you a, a hint to what another question is. Oh, no. Was it? Was it? No. Did you say it came off the bench? No, it was a starter. It right? did not come off the bench. Rizzo. It was not yeah. Rizzo. <laughs> oh, <shoot. laughs> how many guesses would yeah, you know? <laughs> put a put a fork in me i'm done what was it it was javier by oh javi i didn't remember that one was it a right I, field I, shot he hit you said it was a two-run homer I wonder i'm pretty it... sure it was a two-run shot i only remember no i would have bet my life it was just father and ross well i remember father let off and i know uh, Russ hit his last at bat home run. That stuck out up to me. Now, I is, he, is he the oldest player to have a postseason home run? I think so. I think so. It's more fun facts for you guys. No, no dollars awarded to any fan who who knew that. But yeah, well, maybe maybe so you can get your money back at the next podcast. Maybe I'll pick out five trivia questions see if you can get your money back. <laughs> yeah, we'll, right. we'll pick a year that I was born. No, I'd say that. Or you can do questions from the nineteen oh eight World Series. I can only go back to what I remember, and that's probably like you know, somewhere around 1960 and above, or at least I was 10 years old. I can remember some of that stuff with that, but we'll see. So this one I had marked down for $5. I well, must have bought $5. must have been losing my mind. This must be your mother. Oh, yeah. So this is the Cubs use five pitchers in game seven, who are all five pitchers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar if you can name each one. We so so far we, we we've named four of them. Well, no, well we know it was Hendricks, right? All right. Then we know you, you put in uh, what's his face, the lefty uh, that just traded to Washington. There's no free agent to Washington, but they lost to Washington. And they lost to Washington. Uh, bought beers for everybody in September and October. Correct. Uh, uh, Lester. Mm-hmm. Right, this, it was uh, Hendricks, and then it was Lester. Yeah. And then they took oh. Lester out and put in. Oh, I, who did they put in for Lester? Mm-hmm. 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 So well, I'm pretty sure Hendricks went four and two thirds. Yeah. Then, okay. What's his face? The, did he come in? No, because uh, the lanky 160-pound. Oh, he pitched the. 10th to get the first two outs in the 10th. Montgomery was the other guy. Uh, who was... You said his name already. Not in this monologue yeah, you got yeah, going yeah. on, but. I had a great crumble. Yeah, that's for sure. No, he wasn't on the team. <laughs> he wasn't on the team. Oh, it's, yes, so, I mean, it, the, it was the same position, but. Oh, the. Did Pedro get in? No. No, it wasn't Pedro. Pedro wasn't the closer. Who well, closed for him in 2016? Who was the closer? I don't remember that. They went out and got him, and it was... Oh, oh it was, yeah, Chapman. Yeah. So it was Hendricks, Lester, Chapman. Montgomery. Who finished, saved. Right. The kid they pull out. So, you, so you have one, two, three, five. Who was that four? What's his face? Oh, what's his face? Oh, correct. Yeah, lanky right-hander. Mm-hmm. Sent him down a couple times, brought him back up. What the hell? Then he ran out of chances. Yeah. I give you 50 cents back if you give me his initials. I mean, <laughs> CJ? <laughs> C-E-J? C-J... Yeah, CJ. Yeah, CJ, and then your daughter has a last name. It's the same last name. Oh, yeah, Edwards. CJ Edwards. Yeah, I thought he was going to finish the game. We got the first two guys out quick, and then all of a sudden... And then it was a single, and then I think it was a single and a double. Right. So it made it 8-7. The man on first, second? It was a a, 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 a
double. And he scored because that made it 8 7. Right. But I remember the guy was still on first, and then uh, they put uh, this guy. The first was it guy, Raja Davis who made the last out? No. It was the guy who, uh, I think, it was the last guy off the bench. That would be a good trivia question. Who made the last out for Cleveland? Yeah, grounded the, the uh, Bryant. I could have swore it was. No, I don't think it was Roger Davis. Mm. No, it was a light hitting uh, infielder, I think. Maybe it was at 220. No, because Davis is probably one of the guys who got to hit the double the single. No, he drove into the seventh run. Michael Martinez. Was it Michael Martinez? Yeah. Like anybody. So, as Indians, Michael Martinez is perhaps best remembered for making the final out in Game 7 of the 2016 World Series. He's a slow that, roller to third. Now, that would have been a trivia question. But you wouldn't have gotten that one either. No, I wouldn't have gotten that one. Whatever. <laughs> Throughout the first to as give the Blanca, Chicago Cubs their first championship since 1908. Look at that, Michael Martinez. Michael Martinez. The name will live forever on this podcast, he's but probably, probably never said again. I don't again. know if he's playing anymore. I doubt it. I, I would doubt it. Who can come back from grounding out to... I mean, going out to third base in Game Seven of the World Series. What a putz! Yeah, well, look at poor Cleveland. I mean, you know, they're still waiting to go. But anyway, can't cry over spilled milk. I mean, I mean, it, would, it, it, I mean it would. We definitely spilled milk. Yeah, down three one, came back. What a thunk! Uh, I, I was getting so many, you know, negative text messages that I wanted to just throw my phone out, and then all of a sudden they were up in that game, and I was ready to fire off some some very. Fan friendly uh, text messages and tweets or whatever, and then it was six six, and I put my phone back down. And I thought I'm glad I didn't send these out yet because <laughs> that would have been brutal. This could be an easy one. Who is the DH in Game Seven for the Cubs? Is it Schwarber? It was Kyle Schwarber. Not, not to be confused with Jack Peterson because they're essentially the same person. But both can't hit lefties. One was $3 million cheaper, though, which is yeah. what I guess they essentially set out to do. So was to save money, and then they found money in the couch. So this one, if you can do, if you can name all of them, I'll give you $10. And if you can name them all in order, oh, geez, I'll give you $20. <laughs> I think I think your bet's pretty secure just based on uh, me fumbling on, on the previous ones. So the Cubs were in Cleveland, so the pitcher doesn't bat. So in Game Seven of the World Series, Joe Madden signed the lineup card with which nine players? So nice. who was who was the starting nine in Game Seven? Of the World Series. Do I have to get them in order? You don't have to get them in order. It would behoove you to do that, but uh, I don't know. You get more money if you do that. Oh, really? Well, look, yeah. that's not, I'm going to miss this somewhere. <laughs> but who said it? Did Hep? Hep wasn't on the team. No. So Fowler let off. Correct. You know that. Dexter Fowler. Did he have uh, Rizzo batting second? Did he? Are you trying to name him in order or are you just trying to name him at all? Well, I know. No, because if your answer is Rizzo, you're both right and you're wrong. Because so Rizzo, Rizzo wasn't yeah, second. No, I but guess Rizzo you penalize me for that. <laughs> so who was bad second? Brian? Did you mean Brian batting third? Is that what you meant? Well, you said Rizzo wasn't bad second. Rizzo was not batting second. So Grizz was bad second. But bad third. I don't think he had bias that he might have had bias that cleanup. Bias was also not cleanup. No. So yeah. so far you've named guys that are all in the lineup. It's just not in order. Right. But if you're hung uh, up on, so you, on, on who was at second spot. Brian was third. Bryant. I mean, he placed third, third and he was third. Okay. So second. We'll bat at second. I'll let off. We knew that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Hayward, that's for sure. It was not. It wasn't. Oh, well, Schroeder was a designated hitter. Correct. Where do you have him batting? 
to the impact. I think he hit a bat towards the bottom just to turn you, the line. You think over. Schwarber was at the bottom? Yeah. Okay. I think it was like ninth. You don't think Fowler in the first spot would have ran into Schwarber like he did in April when he hurt himself? Oh, wow. You don't think perhaps Kyle Schwarber was did he have the catcher? in the Contreras second bat? spot? Did he have the Contreras bat in second? Mm, no. no. Well, let's figure out who played. That's well, probably the easiest thing. Okay, well, so, so we, far you've said. So we know Fowler. Right. Uh, so we know, I, I said Rizzo, but we know he played. Correct. Uh, Bryant. Correct. That cleanup. Okay, so. So you've named, you said Fowler, you said Schwarber, you said Bryant, you said Rizzo, no you, said, you said Hayward, you said Baez. Right. So that leaves one, two, three players left. Players left. Correct. I mean, if I gave you oh, yeah, the yet. positions, you'd be able to know right away. <laughs> Well, but I will tell you no, to help you that they had Baez playing second base. Oh, Baez! Oh, oh, what's his face? Uh, the shortstop. Uh, his name. Unfortunately, his name uh, retracted from the record. Yeah, right. <laughs> Russell, Addison Russell. Addison Russell. Where, where was he batting? Seventh. It was one, two, three, four, five, six. He batting sixth. Mm-hmm. Actually, had a pretty decent World Series. So you're missing five. And seven, the five spot and the seven spot. So we have Russell, Bias, Russell, Bryant, Contreras, Schwarber with DH. So you just said Contreras, he was seven. Yeah, so you got Hayward, Fowler. I should only be missing one. Well, if you know Schwarber was the DH and Fowler was in center, yeah, Hayward was in right, yeah. Who was in left? Well, we know it wasn't a more because he came in later. Correct. So who's their starting left fielder, at least that day? I don't know how many starts he would have gotten yeah, no, you're in, right. the, in the outfield. 2016, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other second baseman? Now, Russell and Bias switched off, and most of it. That was later. Correct. So it was Fowler, Schwarber, Russell. Bryant, Rizzo, yeah. Blank, Russell, Contreras, Hayward. So he was the fifth Bias. hitter. He was the fifth hitter. Wow. I believe he scored the seventh run. Made it 7 6. If oh, I remember, if I remember what's correctly. His face? Sobris. Benny and the Jets. I can not forget Ben Zobos. It's because he disappeared into the night. Yeah. That's why. Well, in all fairness. Don't get married, podcast. <laughs> they ruined your baseball career. That's what that's what happened to me. Baseball's over. Every good man has his crust to bear. That must be the end of the podcast. So... Technically, you've won nineteen dollars. Yeah, but you know what? For a, we'll throw we'll throw it in a big bowl, and I'm sure all right, the, the all that, nineteen dollars is what? That's a beer and a half at, at Wrigley. Well, if you go to Sluggers, you know, probably nine bucks yeah, beer and whatever. Go to Wrigley, yeah, you're gonna pay ten fifty. Well, well, it was what ten seventy five before. Yeah, before COVID. Now, now, what do you think we're going to be at? Yeah, an IPA was spoiler alert podcast. IPA me and him will day. be at uh, opening day. So, sorry if you're poor, but we'll be there. You could have been $19 richer if you called in. Yeah. I'm a, it, 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 Lenny lets me, I'll spend $19 on him, which is a beer and a, a hot dog. It's a beer and a handshake or an yeah. elbow bump in these trying times. But uh, yeah, so that'll be the end of. Of technically the second episode, but the first episode is on the cutting room floor. Maybe you know, for our one one hundredth episode, we'll we'll pull that one out, and you can see how amazing that first one was. I want to thank Lenny for inviting me. Uh, I really uh, had a good time. Uh, I was hoping to 
get more of those trivia questions correct than that. But uh, well, some fine. of these questions you were probably asleep for. So that's yeah, my fault. That's true. But uh, again, uh, you know, Cub fans and that, we never give up. All right. So we're looking forward to uh, letting continue his podcast in whatever format. And if you're out there and listening, I'm sure we all appreciate it. You guys have a good one.